and welcome to Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast, the show brought to you by the team behind Sunday Vibes, the New Straits Times Lifestyle Sunday Publication. My name is Intan Maizura and I am the football-loving, coffee-drinking editor of Sunday Vibes. And in case anyone's remotely interested, my team is Tottenham Hotspur and I'm a proud Libran. Hi, I'm Eleanor Koshi. I'm the senior writer of Sunday Vibes. I love food, I love coffee, I love birdwatching, not necessarily in that order. But hey, welcome to our podcast. Yes, and the Sunday Vibes at NSD podcast is essentially an extension of our print product. An informal Borat club, if you like, where Elena and I will be sharing our thoughts, views and stories on a range of topics that we hope will resonate with Malaysians from all walks of life. So why not you just sit back, relax and enjoy the vibe. Welcome to yet another episode of Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast. And this time it is all about growing pains. Yes, it's not about the series, you know, that we used to watch in the 80s. Uh, there's a disclaimer there, we are not that old. But it's all about growing old, you know, growing older, being an adult and, you know, all the pitfalls that comes as we, you know, get uh, older and get wiser, hopefully wiser. Right, Intan? Yep, yep, hopefully wiser, but that's not a guarantee either. Right? Oh, definitely not. But um, this is... Also your birthday uh, episode, isn't it? Oh no, yeah. What a coincidence that we're actually doing a show that touches on, you know, going back to our childhood, going back to our younger years and reflecting on what we, you know, what advice we would be giving our younger self from today, right? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, speaking of being young and, you know, being, you know, reflecting back and reminiscing about our childhood, you know, what was your childhood like? You know, if you could describe it, you know, you know in a sentence or in a word. Oh, goodness. What do you think it would be? One sentence, is it, Al? One sentence, la, not okay. a paragraph. You know, you know that I'm a person of very, very many, many, many words, as you know. But, okay, I'll attempt, you know, one sentence. I'd say my growing up years... Was a delightful roller coaster of a journey. Ah. I think that was it. What about yours, Al? Mine was, um, you know, landing in one pothole after the other. Is, you that, know, is that one sentence? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that that sums it rather well because you know it's like uh, literally growing pains. Seriously, was it a very painful childhood? I think I was just an awkward child. Right. So I don't think it was painful, but it was awkward. Okay, you know, not not you know, not many of us have that you know those those uh, wonderful rosy years of you know growing into our skin and being you know perfect or being you know being happy and being confident. You know, some of us have to literally have to find our way. Where did you grow up, Al? I grew up in Klang. In Klang, do you, do you have siblings? Oh yes, I have three siblings, um, one elder and two youngest. Thankfully, I have two younger sisters because, you know, I had already one that I had to, you know, literally had to try to um, stay out of her shadow because she left a huge shadow. She was a model student. She was, uh, you know, she was a prefect. She was the responsible one. And I was just quite the opposite, actually. So I burned the midnight oil. You know, I wasn't a straight-A student. Student, you know, I rather, you know, bury my nose in a book, uh, you know, in a storybook as opposed to a textbook, and and it was quite, um, quite an interesting childhood. How about you, Intan? Well, 
My my childhood was actually actually my formative years were spent in England, and at the time my younger sister hadn't arrived yet because there's a huge gap between myself and my younger sister. So I only had my brother as company. My brother's a year younger than me, um, but I would think that my childhood was pretty exciting. We had nice matsale friends, and uh, we used to you know do things like swimming, go horse riding, and everything. You know the little little things that young children used to do back in England. And all I can think of, like the main memories that come up when I reflect back about my childhood, are the trips to the park, feeding the ducks, you oh, know, yes. going to Kensington Palace, and and hoping fervently that Princess Diana was going to look out of the window, you know, from oh, from the palace. That's so that, wonderful. The, those were wonderful memories. Yes, I and and my parents were were pretty chilled parents and they allowed us to go swimming on Saturday so we established a routine. I think the best part of childhood is actually having friends of different races. That was an interesting period of time where you know we felt really Malaysian. We felt you know we had friends of different races coming to our houses playing with us and you know those simple childhood games uh, Katingting and Patusramban. Oh my god I missed out on all that oh, by that, being in England. Those were, those were actually quite um, great memories I always used to envy my cousins when whenever they told me that they'd be climbing trees and catching tadpoles in the longkang, you know. And all I did was go and feed ducks and play jigsaw puddle puzzles. Sorry, puddle. See, Puz- puzzles. You know, in the evening with my best friend, my little best friend, who was called Henrietta. So, so that's very English, don't you think? Oh, that's very very English. Yeah. But speaking of puddles, yeah, we we had the puddles. <laughs> yeah, and you had, had the puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I mean, you know, it was. I mean, it was nice, you know, to be able to do something different. But what what do you think? Um, you know, growing up and you know having those experiences, I'm I'm sure you would have had ambitions and you know dreams oh, at that age. So what what were your ambitions? Okay, so what did you want to be? At what age? Okay, are we let's about? let's let's say. Um, not too young, maybe 15 years old. Okay, aside from wanting to marry Brian Adams, I was a, you know, I was a fast, I, I grew up very fast. I wanted to marry Brian Adams. That was my biggest ambition, okay? The other ambition was that I wanted to play professional netball. I, I was just a netball freak. I breathed, lived netball. So, yeah, but unfortunately, it's not an ambition that's been realized today. So, I the only netball I get to play is when the NST has a has games, you know, has tournaments, but unfortunately, no. Yes, I didn't realize my ambition. Well, I wanted to marry Richard Dean Anderson. MacGyver. I remember <sighs> MacGyver. Yes, I know he could fix anything. You know, that was such a Okay, I don't know if it's um um, you know, it, it was such a turn on. What, for that me. the guy can fix Yeah, everything? I mean, he could fix anything, get get himself out of anything. And that was so incredibly attractive. My father can fix everything. Okay, but he doesn't look like MacGyver, no, okay? No, he doesn't. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to marry MacGyver and, you know, have that house that white picket fence, have five kids. Um, yeah. Wow, how lofty your ambitions. It was so lofty, but, you know... Sadly, nothing came true. Right. Okay, then. That brings me to the question. If you had the chance to go back in time, you know, something like Back to the Future. No, no, no. Back no, to the back Future in time. going to the future. Back in time. Back in time, right? Yeah. To change something about your path, what would you do? How would you steer it? I don't think I will change anything because I'm pretty much... Um, I think all roads have led to where I am today. But if there's one little tiny thing that I would change is... Uh, this my friends would 
agree with me um not to date satan <laughs> i dated satan when i was a lot younger that sounds exciting i know it was exciting but you know on hindsight maybe i should not have dabbled with the dark side right yeah right but aside from that i think you know things are good uh where i am today you know mm. here in this freezing room with you and celebrating your birthday <laughs> for me personally i i kind of feel that the journey that i have been on is meant to be my journey and i wouldn't change anything i don't think um because i've learned a lot through all the the turmoils the challenges the joys and all that and it's made me who i am today and it's also led me to where i am today again with you in a freezing room celebrating my birthday but uh yeah that's not a bad thing but if i could change one thing i it's probably i shouldn't have let my true love escape my grasp maybe i should have just tried harder maybe i should have done something about it but you know i was so chilled when i was younger and as far as i was concerned well you know if you want to go bugger off you know but <laughs> I, i should have tried harder i think so oh, that's, I, that's my only regret that's the only thing i would change i think but then again if i had changed that my life would probably not be as it is today right You probably not be in a freezing room with me. I'd be in freezing London. Ah, that sounds so much better. <laughs> you know, I that that brings me to another question like what would you, you know, if you were to meet your younger self, again maybe, you know, 18 years old maybe, oh, you gosh. know, ready to step out into the big bad world. I was or, going to university at 18. I don't know whether that constitutes a big bad world. Oh, definitely. Big bad world, yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, so what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? I'm trying to think what I was like when I was 18. I think I was a very willful, stubborn child. Now, you don't call an 18-year-old child, right? An adult, right? Because I'd completed my A-levels and I was going into first year of university and I had my own mind and I'm sure my dad would vouch for that. Um, what would I tell my 18-year-old self? I doubt my 18-year-old self would actually listen to me. But if I had an advice... I would probably say tell my 18-year-old self that boys aren't all that. You know, because I remember when I was at that age, boys came top of the list and everybody else was, you know, lower in the pecking order and the world, the universe revolved around the male species. And that's something I would tell my 18-year-old self to snap out of it. Absolutely, I think I agree with you there. You know, if I were to advise myself and again, I don't think my 18-year-old self would listen anyway. But I remember at that time because I just finished my form 5, we were going into form 5, lower 6, you know, 18 years old, you know, form 6 and um I went and pursued science. because not because i wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer but because i could go to the boys school oh. <laughs> <laughs> because at that time you know being in an all girls school and then suddenly you have that prospect of ooh studying with boys now that's that's kind of interesting i tell you you know i have got no um inclination for the sciences You know, mm. but for that brief uh, two years, I thought that I could be a doctor. That just that brief two what years. Was your, what was your <coughs> strong subject then? Definitely not science. Definitely not physics. So, definitely not biology. Definitely not chemistry. Oh, chemistry maybe because we had a cute teacher in um, ah, secondary school. There's always but, a good reason. But you know. So mm. that was literally the way a wasted two years of my life. Right. You know, but it was the most fun season of my life right. because you know, we I hung out with boys. They were fun. Mm. 
they were interesting but yeah so yeah you know maybe not uh, make decisions based on the fairer sex and uh, not so fairer sex yeah. i'm sorry yeah. we are the fairer sex yes mm. i think my student yeah. years were probably the most exciting where all the heartbreaks occurred where all the fun occurred where all the learning and enlightenment occurred i remember it was a very very interesting episode of my life and um, unfortunately it was anchored on the male species however i did explore other things so i got into traveling traveling around europe i forged good solid relationships with girlfriends um boys of course came in there and i also learned to be independent you know where i was renting my own place i was making my own decisions so that was a very eventful episode or phase of my life i think actually you know it's such a wasted um thing to be focused on you know i mean I at that age y- a lot of young people these days do tend to you know revolve their life around boys but, or the boyfriends right but the good thing about us at that point of time we did not have social media and things to uh, you know for us to navigate through we we, we just had life as it was you know mm-hmm. and the most exciting thing for me was join a boy school you know and study with boys but you know it was a wasted two years but you know heck so what but you know if you if you could um um think what would be the best life lessons you wish your younger self knew about like what are the lessons that you wish you know your 18 year old or your 17 year old or even your 21 year old self hmm. you know would have known or would have learned I think the only thing I would have wished I'd known was how to handle my finances better. Absolutely. I know what you mean. Seriously. Yeah. So that that was my downfall, I think. But apart from that, I think I navigated my young life quite I mean, I wouldn't say seamlessly, but it it was manageable. But I think I would have wished to have been more financially savvy. I think life skills mm. um you know pretty much things like you know managing your finances filing your income tax you did know you have things to pay like income that. tax at you know, age of 21 um, yeah actually i did because i started work at that time ah but um seriously you know those were the kind of things that i wish i knew you know like in, in even things like this changing your tires your car tires oh, i still don't know how to do that I'm I still, still you see I I call on men to do that for me. I I really don't know how I to think, do that. I think they're good for that. Yeah, I think they should do all the hard labor. I think that's that's the way uh you know any future relationships uh that's the kind of deal that I need to have with guys. Is this show veering on men bashing now? No, not really. I think they are useful. Yes, they Absolutely. are useful. Absolutely. We love you. We you know we can't live with you, can't live without you. You know Amen. it's that it's that issue forever but you know we love you we love you and you know we love the fact that you're around for us to you know to help change the tire and check the engine and fix the light bulb and paint that house yeah but i'm so, doing all that myself <coughs> i know it's such a drag <laughs> <sighs> if uh, what are the three things you think now that you know when you're at this age mm-hmm. a very young age i might say right guys oh, yeah, we are still young. at the prime of our youth yeah definitely so <laughs> yes uh, i i can't say it often enough but you know looking looking back now if your younger self could meet you right in mm. some weird you know back to the future or back to back, back to in the, time hmm i would probably say that she would be surprised at my never say die spirit and that 
I am where I am today and that I actually didn't make it as a netball player. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I swear I thought I was going to be a professional netball player. Do you know I spent you know my 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 teenage life actually sneaking into adult leagues so that I could learn to play netball with you know the big guys and I even lied to my parents when I was supposed to be somewhere else and I actually sneaked into the the van with all these I remember they were black people they they were my team members but they were these big people who played in the league and I did that too I would do anything you know short of you know standing at street corner and selling my wear but yes I I, my younger self will probably be wondering why the hell didn't you make it as a netball player ah that's the same thing i think my younger self would ask me mm. but not as a netball player I couldn't play netball to save my life mm. but you know i've always wanted to be a famous singer ah and you know but um, you sing now don't you in yeah, church yeah but i i sing in church and also the shower Right. So in the shower I have you know I imagine that there's an audience out there and the you know the acoustics in the bathroom oh, is great. fantastic yeah, right. So you just tend to become this world class singer every time you go and take a shower but yeah so <clears throat> my younger self would be a little bit disappointed at that fact that you know I ended up being a bathroom singer but um yeah but you know I ended up being a journalist and that's something my younger self wanted to be. I never thought <laughs> in know. a million years that I'd be in this industry actually because I remember the only reason why I did uh, a media degree was because I my dad absolutely refused to allow me to do sports science. He said he would never speak to me if I did that. And he wanted me to do law because he was a lawyer, right? And I said there was no way in hell I was going to be doing law because, you know, I can't argue my my way out of shit, but so I said, "Okay, I'm going to do something that's going to keep me in London." It was a London university that was offering a media communications degree. But I never thought I'd be a journalist. I never thought I'd be an editor. I didn't think I'd be, you know, working for a newspaper. All I thought was I just needed to do something that was not law. But I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad, you know, I my younger self had that stubborn streak to stick to what I wanted to do and believed in. I think my younger self dreamt of being a journalist. You know, we ah. went to this we went to the New Street Times um Printing plant. Ah, is it, right? Was that in at Balai Brita? Yes, yes, it was in Balai Brita, and I remember somebody asking, "Ah, oh, who, who among you guys want to be a journalist?" And I remember I was the only one who put up my hand, and ah. I can't imagine that after all these years, I'm back at that place. God, so, so, so you managed to live your dreams. That was your dream, right? Yeah, that was my dream. Oh my so, God, you're so lucky. I know. So that that my younger self would probably give me a. Pat on the back, right. but of course, I never got to marry Richard Dean Anderson. I never got to marry Brian Adams. So I think she'll be a little disappointed with that and the fact that you know I never got to win a Grammy as you know best new artist and you know those kind of things that I was fantasizing well, you about. Win, you win some, you lose some. No, I, you, you're writing for the New Straits Times. I think that's enough for her to be quite proud of me. Intan, if you were to have the best advice for any young people today, you know, and as they navigate through their journey. Mm-hmm. What would your advice be for them? Okay, I actually know a lot of young people who who I feel are too hard on themselves. I feel that young people should try to loosen up a bit and not to be too hard on themselves. They need to select their battles and not, you know, want to fight every single battle out there. So just chill. And also don't live for other people's approval all the time because this need to make everybody love you 
is it's so prevalent right now, and I, I feel so sad that you that you have to live up to other people's uh, ideals or perceptions. And something else I would advise is always pursue your dreams and don't give up. If one resource ends, find another way. Get out and think out of the box. Be creative and continue to believe in what you want to pursue and what you dream of. And then I think it would be to love yourself a bit more because I think the young people these days are very critical of themselves and every little thing is painful. Um, I, I don't recall being that kind of person when I was younger. I don't know whether it's, you know, the changing landscape of life now, you know, with all the technology and and people change. But I was more carefree and I feel that I probably knew the meaning of self-love better than people that I know, young people that I know today. What do you think, Al? I think, um, you know, with the advent of uh, social media and things like that, and I find that a lot of young people, you know, because I have nieces and one nephew and I see how their lives are so governed by social media you know uh, how many likes they have you know uh, how uh, how they are accepted through their TikToks and their you know all these things do not define you you know if I have one word to to tell people is these things do not define you not the number of likes not the number of loves not the attention you get on social media mm. I mean these things are just so frivolous and they're so fleeting you know right. and um, another thing and you're right absolutely right you should be a little kinder to yourself mm. you know um, if I think that is also one advice I wish I gave myself when I was younger you were, know? You, were you critical of yourself? I was very critical I was my biggest critic oh, I was my harshest critic and right. and that kind of habit stayed mm. stayed with me through the years and if there's one thing I want to tell young people today is to just be kind mm. and you know just take a chill pill man you know it's it's not yeah. it's not a terrible life it's still a wonderful life I, if you choose to make it one I'd say the other you know? thing is that you they need to pace life you know there's nothing to chase everything yes. will be in place you know everything happens for a reason there's a time there's a place for everything so there's no need to grow up too fast exactly right? hold on to your childhood yes believe me you're you have to be an adult all your life so you know just enjoy enjoy the pace and don't try to expedite it there's no need there's no rush because i know a lot of young people who feel that they need to be grown-ups, right? Whatever that means. I mean, look at us. I mean, we're, okay, we're not that old also. We are but, not that old. You know, but we, we, we know how to take things easy and I think that's why we're, we're kind of chill people, right? And I think that has a lot to do with our outlook and our, you know, perspective on how life should be led. And I think that's very important. When we were younger, we wanted to stay up late. We didn't want to sleep. We wanted mm. to stay up late, have our late night parties, late night movies. But when we become slightly older, and I'm, I'm, and I'm saying, and I'm stressing on the word slightly, uh, we need our sleep. <laughs> we need our eight hours sleep. We, you know, parties. You know, when I go to one, I'm thinking of my bed. Been there, done that. You know, bought the there. book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's 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 funny that the things that we long for when we were kids. Mm are not the same things we want yeah. when we're adults. Yeah. Do you have any examples of those kind of things in it? Uh, I th- okay, the one thing I remember was I focused too much on out- the outside world, you know, boyfriends or friends. But I failed to realise that I also needed to balance time with my parents. And now I, my biggest regret is not actually balancing time during my formative years to have more bonding sessions with my own family, with my parents. And now I'm trying to play catch up because my parents are getting old or getting older. And I just wish that I had more time 
with them and that I had spent more time with them. So for me, that is the one thing that 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 gets to me, you know, that nags at me, that continues to gnaw at me. Take a chill pill, man. Seriously, you know, um, I agree with you about, you know, spending time with family, spending time with with your loved ones. And you also realize that as you get older, your circle of friends becomes smaller. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, guys. It's not. You don't need a thousand friends. Trust me. You don't need a thousand likes. You don't need a thousand likes. I mean, we could do Sunday Vibes at NST, at Instagram. We do need a thousand likes. But you guys, come on. You guys don't need a thousand likes. You know, you need just a few good friends to... And a good, you know, and your family and, and you know, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy this this moment, you know, enjoy this life, you know, and, and try not to grow up so fast. You know, you take your time, take your time. You know, we are still growing up. And on that note, we can't be taking our time because our time's almost up. That's right, guys. And, you know, thank you so much for for joining us, for listening. You know, let us know what you think. You know, go onto our Instagram page, you know, Sunday Vibes at NST and tell us what you think about growing up and, you know, about how things were, how things are. And also, if you want to know a little bit more about Sunday Vibes, just buy the new Sunday Times every Sunday. Listen to us, um, you know, every fortnightly. And, you know, we've got plenty of stories. You know, go to www.nst.com.my. Thank you so much. You know, Intan, thank you also for being here with me and happy birthday. Thank you. And thank you guys. Thank you for listening in and looking forward to catching up with you again in a fortnight's time.